Welcome to the Guerrilla Film Guide Podcast Roundtable Edition. This episode was recorded during the One Story, One Community celebration presented by Borland River Media and the Utah Film Center, and is titled, Great, This Time Be More Sad, Talking Motivation and the Actor-Director Relationship. The panel was moderated by Mackenzie Steele Foster, with guests Alicia Farmer, Lauren Catherine, Chelsea Jerkovitz, Jacob Lees Johnson, and Demetrius Daniels. We hope you enjoy. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> Thank you for being patient. I'm going to go ahead and um, we'll start with uh, Lauren. Um, she's first on my screen. So we'll go ahead and, and introduce yourself. Um, tell us a little about yourself and uh, the project that you've been in, involved in recently. Okay, um, hi, my name's Lauren Catherine. Um, I was in City of Salt. I played Theo and um, it was with my amazing director, Alicia. And I, um, when I'm not acting, I really enjoy singing and writing. And this fall, I will be attending the University of Southern California. Lovely, thank you for that. Um, Alicia, uh, you can go ahead and give us a little introduction to yourself. Hi, I'm Alicia Farmer, uh, director, producer of City of Salt and a few more projects coming up here. And I um, got started actually in education and moved into the film industry unexpectedly. So it seems to be a really fun fit. And then Jacob, I'll go ahead and let you your next. I don't know if your guys' order is the same as mine, but I'll just call them out if you go. Yeah, that works. Uh, Jacob Lees Johnson, uh, director, writer. I did uh, Carrie and Jesse, which screened earlier with Demetrius, uh, who you'll hear from. And then also The Thief with you, Mackenzie, uh, featured at screening right after this. Um, yeah, local here in Utah, Salt Lake City is where I'm at right now. So that's me. And then Demetrius. Hey, everyone. I'm Demetrius Daniels. I played in The Therapist. I played the role of Max with the awesome director, Jacob Johnson. Um, I've been acting for about, I want to say, six years. Currently going to the University of Utah, but for a completely different subject, nothing with acting. But um, it's great to be here. It's great to see all your faces. Thank you. Chelsea? Hi, I'm Chelsea Yerkovitz. Um, I'm an actress. I've been acting for over 10 years. I started when I was 11. And um, I, in this program, I was the lead in Through the Valley of the Hunter and Lumeria. Um, and I'm super proud to be in both of those. Um, but I think the thing that I'm most known for would be Abigail Haunting, which is a movie that was released earlier this year and uh, got very popular on Amazon. We made it to the number one spot on there. Um, and it was, it's just been really, really trippy. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> Congratulations on that. That's super Thank exciting. you. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. And then we've got, uh, I think that's everybody. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start off this panel. Um, I myself am an actor, um, as was said earlier. Um, I acted in The Thief with Jacob. I guess I should also give an introduction to myself, sorry. Um, Mackenzie Steele Foster, I'm an actor, writer. Um, I am 
uh, involved in film in a various like, in various ways in Salt Lake City. I am a Salt Lake City local um, through the uh, Utah Film Center Artist Foundry, um, and that is how I made a lot of connections. Um, we've had these sorts of discussions through that space as well. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start with a question. I think that this is one, the actor-director relationship is something that I feel like I often have conversations about. Um, and it's nice that we have um, actors and directors here um, for the conversation. Um, so something that I, I'm gonna go ahead and start off with this question. Uh, is there a, a specific approach um, for the directors here, a specific approach when, you, when you're on set, when you have you know, a scene um, or even before, before you're on set, you know, like the, the, the preparation, the prep work for it that, um, that you go into when, when thinking about directing actors, when thinking about you know, the language you're using or, or how to communicate what you have in your head um, your vision so that it can be executed on the on the screen. Um, I'll go ahead and, and throw that question out there. Two <laughs> I um, I'd really like to compare the actor director relationship as any kind of management role. Um, there are some differences, but a lot of it is the same. There is, you know, the fact that you have to keep your talent accountable um, and prepared, but also the fact that you have to inspire them at the same time, just like in leadership role. So I do think it's very similar to management in the sense that, you know, you have the tasks and processes, but you can also be transformational and validating at the same time as a management role. Do you feel like your your experience outside, because you said that you've just recently, you've just recently found film. Um, do you feel like your experience outside of the film industry has been able to like shape that view and have that? that... Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got a lot of experience um, as a leader and as a teacher. So um, I, I feel like that's really, you know, come hand in hand in the film world quite a bit. I have a PhD and I honestly have used it more for the film industry than I ever did in education administration or even teaching. So <laughs> it's nice. pretty, it's interesting, yeah. <laughs> Lovely, well, thank you. Um, Jacob, did you have any, do you have anything to say on that as far as like how, how you approach and you've got, you've got a couple of projects as far as um, that you're kind of representing here on this stream today. Um, and I'm sure that your approach may have been different for each project as well. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder what uh, you guys, because, you know, Demetrius and Mackenzie, you guys have both worked with me as a director. So it's a little intimidating to talk about kind of my approach in front of you guys. But um, uh, I think for me, they were two different projects. The one, it was a short film um, that was like super character driven. And the other one is, well, also pretty character driven. It's a feature and it was like a doc fiction hybrid. But I think, so very, very different. Like one was really constructed. One was very, you know, amorphous and kind of came together as it went along. But 
in each one I tried to get, I tried to like um, help, I tried to build up a character in my mind and then also like craft that character with the actors. Um, and so to me, I think it's just, it's really like a relationship, you know? It's a relationship with the actor, you know? Like me and the actor talking and, and gelling about ideas. And then it's both me and the actor having a relationship with the character. Um, and like how we really feel, how each of us feels about the character that we're talking about. So uh, I don't know if I have any like specific um, ta like tasks or like things that I do, but like one thing that we did um, with Demetrius and Archie uh, for the therapist or Carrie and Jesse is what we called it later. Um, was we just, we had a, like a session where we got uh, Demetrius and Archie together and just had them um, uh, just sit in a room together and just look into each other's eyes because we really wanted them to kind of like bond and be able to, um, and be able to kind of essentially grow to know each other and kind of love each other in a way because that was crucial for the film. Um, so we had them like sit across from each other and just start to say what they thought, you know, the things that they saw about each other, just describe each other's features. And then, um, and then starts, I can't remember everything, but just like ask each other questions, things like that. And I don't know, I think little, little things like that, uh, that help build a relationship is, uh, it was, is, I don't know, the results have always been good in my mind. So must be doing something right. Yeah, I think it's interesting. The, um, it is, it is a relationship. It is a, like the director actor relationship is something very, very um, almost odd, like a little strange, like circumstances of film. Like you're very, you're, you're very, it's very intimate. It feels like, um, and then, yeah. Um, I, I find that very interesting. The, the approach still sounds to be somewhat similar despite the fact that um, like the feat was very non-scripted, um, kind of just run and gun sort of style um, of shooting, uh, whereas Carrie and Jesse had a script, an established script that you were, that you were working from. Um, yeah, I, I'll, speak on my, I'll speak on my experience with The Thief and then um, we can switch gears and talk to some actors about, um, about their, their thoughts on the same question. Um, with the thief, it was very interesting that we had uh, these conversations about the character, about and originally had talked about fabricating this character, fabricating this this identity um, and this person. But in the end, it drew um, so much upon my own life because of how it was shot, um, and I think that that was really cool and, and fun and like worked with the project. Um, and I think it lended itself as far as the, or lent itself as far as the actor director relationship and the communication um, to be very like uh, candid and, because we were friends before, um, we already knew each other. And so it was, it was even more so kind of along those lines, which I found very interesting. I'm um, going to go ahead and, and switch gears on this question, same kind of idea, but more from the actor's perspective. Um, each director is different and each, each actor is different. So there are, there are obviously 
you know, with some people, um, you end up having to take like a different approach or some things um, are easily communicated with others. Um, so as far as actors go, um, and I'll just let whoever wants to, whoever wants to contribute, contribute. Uh, what are, what are some of your experiences as far as working with directors and, and figuring out how, you know, one director maybe, you know, you have to approach it with this kind of idea versus another, you know, that sort of thing. I think that the best directors are the ones who like change how they direct based on like each particular actor. Um, like I think we've all worked with people who just have like, this is my like specific way to do things. Um, but I think the, the directors that can pull something like bigger out of an actor is somebody who like changes the way that they direct based on like that person. Um, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like a weird sci-fi movie or something like that. How like, if you're in some kind of like weird little simulation or whatever, like it's based on like your own like fears and your own like whatever. Um, like this is a weird uh, comparison, but like something like Divergent or something like that, where they're in these like simulations and it, it's based on like what they're like afraid of and stuff that's happened to them in their life. Um, I give the best performance for the times that the director like took time to find out little stuff about me like that and like used that. Um, and that can, that can kind of like, I guess be intimidating to some actors because it's like sometimes you don't really want to talk about like weird experiences that you've had, but the directors that take time to learn those things, I think are the ones that, that get the most out of uh, the actor. Um, and I wanted to talk about when I was shooting Abigail Hunting, um, the director of that, like, this is the first time I've, like, experienced this, but um, he would, like, he would give the actors direction in, like, different rooms, so, like, and this was going on ever since, like, the, like, screen test, like, they flew me out for the screen test, and this is kind of, like, where I learned that he was, like, gonna do that, and then he, like, did it the whole movie, but, um, like, if I'm doing a scene with my co-star, he would, like, bring us in separate rooms, and, like, tell us our motivation and our like direction separately um and I thought that was kind of genius because I mean like on all the other sets it's like okay I want you to do this and I want you to do this and so like we know what's you know probably going on in the other actors like head and stuff like that but the fact that it was separate was like we were only thinking about ourselves and then like the person like the the co-star would like do their thing and like it would, it would get, like, a really genuine, like, reaction out of the other person, because, like, we didn't know what they were going to do, we didn't know, like, what they've been told, and stuff like that, and we weren't even, like, allowed to, like, tell each other, um, or not allowed, but like, we weren't supposed to tell each other, um, what he had told the other person, and I'm honestly, like, genuinely surprised that I stuck to that, because I, like, I do, like, if you tell me not to do something, like, that's the first thing I'm going to do, but on that, on that movie, I just, uh, I did stick to that, and, um, I guess I just really liked that idea and I wanted to follow it through and I thought that was really cool and I think that's that's one reason why Abigail Haunting is like as successful as it is is because it's like very unique in that way um it there were some like very just genuine reactions out of all the actors that I don't think we would have been able to get if it wasn't that real you know like if if we knew what the other person's like direction was that's a super, super fascinating way of directing. Um, I feel like that speaks more to, I don't know, I mean, like you said, a simulation of real life, more to yeah. um, true to what would actually happen. Cause you don't know, 
when you're having an argument or a confrontation or like you would be in a scene, you don't know what you're, you know, the other person is thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. That's super interesting. I love that. Um, I'll just talk a little bit about my experience. Um, uh, this was my first ever movie. I, well, I guess this was my first ever time on set where I actually had lines. So, and it was a whole other experience from theater because I grew up doing theater and stage acting and getting direction that way and jumping over to film. It was a completely different thing. And um, I felt like it was a lot more intimate when it was in film because the director could have a conversation with you about what was going on in the scene and your exact thing that they wanted you to do. Whereas for um, like my stage acting, usually my directors would just say, okay, like you listen to the song, you know what's gonna happen, just act it out. And um, my experience with Alicia was, uh, I had a lot of very dark and heavy scenes in City of Salt um, for my character personally. And there, she was very good about making sure that I was comfortable and that there weren't as many crew members and cast members and that I was always like, you know, feeling okay with what I was doing. And I just thought that was incredible because I've never had anything like that when I've had to do, you know, hard and heavy scenes in stage. Um, So I just thought that was like incredible. And I loved that about working with Alicia. That's so interesting. I think that as a person who I got my training in, in theater um, as well, uh, that's what I, my BFA is in like stage acting. Um, and the, the, I mean, director, director, I mean, we're talking about film specifically, but the director actor relationship um, between the two, the fact that um, you feel like you saw a difference in those is really nice. And also love, love, love um, that Alicia made a safe, environment for that. Love that. Love that in film. Um, you have, uh, I, I feel like this, um, a responsibility to, to create like safety and, um, for your actors, especially in, in hard scenes in you know, intimate scenes. Um, so always glad to hear about, you know, keeping the, keeping the set safe and keeping people feeling, feeling positive. I would like to say something about the intimate scene thing. Um, This is just kind of funny. I just think this is interesting. So um, I was in a movie called The 13th Cross. We just had our premiere on uh, last Friday. Um, And it was really fun because me and my friends like went on this big road trip and went to St. George and had the premiere and it was really fun. But anyway, there's a, and it's gonna come out really soon too. Um, But anyway, so The 13th Cross, there was a scene where, so I play, a. 15 year old um, runaway who uh, is kind of wayward and doesn't really know (laughs) where she's going in life. And um, so there's like this 35 year old character and I was, I was, I was 19 when I shot it. So um, don't like get worried or anything, but um, the character was 15 and there's this guy who's like 35 and there's a scene where I don't want to give anything away about the movie, but there's like a, a really kind of strange, like, intimate scene uh kind of right in the middle um it's it's kind of it's a it's something really dark and something really weird and something that I uh when we shot it like hadn't ever 
like experience with like a dude before you know because like I mean I was 19 you know like you don't whatever anyway so like it was like it's kind of like a crazy like thing that happens and it's one of those things that makes the audience go like uh you know um and so the director who also wrote it it was really funny because he was like scared of that scene even though like he wrote it um and so it's like super funny because it involved a bed and you know like I'm just gonna give it away it was like it was like a bed scene and <laughs> so it was funny though because he the director like wrote the scene um but he was like so like nervous to like have us do that and so he like had the dp in there and the like boom person and like some other crew people but like he wouldn't even be in the room like as we did the scene because he was just like so freaked out that we were doing it and I'm like you wrote this though like you wrote it but um he was like so scared of it and he would like he'd go out and I remember the the lead actor was like how are we gonna have faith in uh, ourselves as actors you know doing the scene if, if the director won't even watch it and he just goes I'll watch it on playback like he was like legitimately like freaked out by it um and I think that's kind of interesting like how we're how we're talking about like intimacy and stuff on set when you're doing something like really crazy um you think as an actor like sometimes you know you, you go into it and you're like I'm the actor and I have to do this like crazy thing but really it's like a lot of times whether they show it or not the director is like just as intimidated as you are and I feel like that's something that needs to be I don't know more like that needs to be a thing like actors I feel like need to need to not underestimate their power I think that most actors underestimate their power you know they uh I feel like actors think like okay the director is the person that gave us this opportunity and the person that made up this story and all this stuff and so a lot of people a lot of actors think that the director is like above them but it's really not like that I mean it like they're not gonna have a movie if there's not an actor in it. So like, I think that actors need to need to realize the position that they're in and not be so like intimidated. Cause I think a lot of actors are, are very intimidated on set <laughs> from my experience. Um, yeah. And it sounds like, it sounds like the, the point um, or a, a point in there that I'm, that I'm finding is like a building of trust, um, building of trust between an actor and a director especially in those, in those sorts of situations um, and, and feeling, because that is, it's intimate for a director, writer um, to see it. It's, it's like a, a bit nerve wracking for an actor, obviously, because you have to be, you know, in some of these situations you find yourself in and be um, honest and connected um, and be, uh, you know, acting truthfully. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of funny because like I now at, at this like age and I've, I've been doing this a while. So it's like, I, I'm like used to, used to like weird scenes now, but I remember when I was like much younger, um, I was doing a scene where it was a, a period piece and I was playing a prostitute in like 1800s Whitechapel, England. And um, so this was like a long, long time ago and I didn't have a lot of experience and um, it was like really funny because I had to like pin this like old guy like to the wall and like do all this like crazy stuff in this like big dress and it was crazy and like especially 
as someone who was like, you know, didn't have a lot of experience back then, I really got this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> you know, like even if it, even though it was like just in the movie, it's like film, um, it can feel like so real. And so it was just like, an ex that that's an experience that I like always remember, even though if I were to do that same scene now, I probably wouldn't really think anything of it. But like, uh, I think I'll always remember the feeling that I had when I did that scene, like as, you know, a kid, because it's just like, it feels so real. I felt like such a rebel, you know, like, oh man, I'm like sneaking out and being a prostitute in England, you know, like it, it it's so real. It's like so strange, especially when, cause I started in theater also. And um, it is like a really weird transition when you, when you go into film and from, from my experience, I don't know about all you guys that also did theater, but um, for me, I didn't do a lot of dramatic plays. I did like, I mean, I had I had a couple dramatic scenes in like a couple of plays, but for the most part, my theater experience was like musical comedy. And so um, like moving into film and finding this success in like horror films and thrillers and all that stuff, it's just like, it's so trippy. And like, I think about like myself when I was younger and I'm like, this is like so trippy. Like life is so weird. And I think doing film is like, it makes you see that so much more than just if you're just like a person that didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that a hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, that was so many, so many stage actors gone film. Uh, Demetrius, did you start on stage? Have you ever, have you done stage? I did one play. I did Hamlet. <clears throat> and that was a fun experience because uh, I was after I was acting for, I want to say about two years already. But me, I knew that if I got on the stage, I could really hone the craft. Every actor I was talking about, like, you got to get on stage. You got to get on stage. Because that's where you can really break down a character. You can do all the rehearsal that you need. You can embody the character. So I was like, let me get myself on stage. So I got on stage. I love the experience. I wish I could do it more. I feel like I don't have time for it. That's the thing about plays. It's so time consuming. I want to do it so, so much more. But I feel like with film, you know, you have the call sheets. You do all the rehearsal, all the prep, like by yourself. And then as soon as you have your day that you're on set, you're like boom, you prep, you go on that day, you might film for like five days, and that's about it. But with plays, whew, that's a different beast. <laughs> that is a different beast. I loved it. I'm not saying, because I used to I have a background in dancing. So I'm used to that. I'm used to rehearsing. I'm used to like putting in work and time. And then as soon as the day of, like you do about different, like, probably five different, you know, performances. And I enjoyed it, but I feel like I don't have as much time to do that anymore. I wish I started in that, but I don't have as much time. But um, yeah, going about directors and the process, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I feel like it's, I'm not intimidated acting, but it's always weird talking about the process. I don't know what it is. The process is always weird because you feel like that you're really in this alternate state and you're like, how do you describe this? Even when it comes to preference for directors. So like me, I don't have a personal preference for directors because I don't feel like it's not a one size fits all, if that makes sense. All actors are different. All directors are different. So I feel like directors have to be in tune with who they're talking to, who they're trying to express to, how they're trying to communicate. You have, they have to be very specific to the actor that they're talking about. And me, there's no preference. But I do think that the director sets the tone. The director sets the tone for the project. 
So you go in there, you're going to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? You're going to be at your most vulnerable state, especially if it's like a very intense piece. You're going to be super vulnerable. So I feel like for a director to set a tone that's saying, hey, you're coming not only to act, you're coming to play. So if you're going to be vulnerable, it's nice to have fun with it, you know, have a good time with it. So for me as an actor, I love to be vulnerable, but I also love having a good time. I love mm -hmm. playing. I love pretending. So I feel like Jacob, to be honest, he was amazing at that. He was great at that. Because I feel like he set the tone saying that, okay, yes, this is the script. This is your character. This is kind of what his idea is going, but we're going to leave a lot of wiggle room. So if you and Archie, the other actor, if you and Archie want to kind of like bring your own, your own self, your own ideas, you're free to do that. I was like, okay, cool. I love that. And then so the exercises we did, I'm not going to lie, hands down, helped a ton. Because me and Archie were cool. Like me and Archie are friends. We have a good relationship. But we didn't have that what do you call it? We didn't have that therapist and type of relationship. Like he was my therapist, but we didn't have that type of relationship. I feel like that's a different type of relationship. So when I was able to connect with him in that type of relationship, I feel like it brought something different out, it brought some kind of new out. And I was like, okay, let's explore this. And then once we were able to explore that, we were able to try to like, not only build a relationship and get to know each other on that level, we got to know our characters on a deeper level too. It's like, okay, how will we respond to this? What was going on? What brought us here? And then Jacob was good at supervising that. He was like, okay, like try some of these questions, see where it goes. And I just think like when the day came, all that prep work helped me a ton. I mean, you can go and do like all your prep work by yourself, but if you can get in some rehearsal time, some interaction, building your character, building a relationship, personally for me, it helps 10 times more to make the scene stronger. And not to worry about all these, you know, external things. You feel like you can be in the moment. You can be in the zone. Sorry, my cat's trying to get in the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So personally for me, I feel like that's the, that's, the, that's the best way to do it. That's the best experience that I have when I feel like I can work with somebody that's flexible, sets a good tone, and is willing to play, you know, and see what comes out of it. I love that. I love that so much. Um, almost creating like a shorthand um, of sorts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. That's like the best, the best experiences I've had with, <clears throat> pardon me, with uh, directors is when there has been um, rehearsal time, uh, yeah. even, even on set, you know, uh, yeah. or, you know, weeks leading up to, um, it's always been, that's always been super helpful to just get on the same page. And then you kind of get an idea of the vision. Um, yeah, uh, so we've kind of got, we've kind of got an idea um, of where we're going on this. The, the other question I have, because you have, you have that prep work, you have, you know, rehearsals, you have all of those things, and then you have that, like, onset in action, you know, places rolling, you know, go, you know. Um, and a lot of like a lot of times on set, it can be high stakes, high stress, and it's important to keep. I think this, um, like Demetrius, you were saying that like positivity moving throughout. Um, and something that I've that I feel like I've felt um, that I enjoy out of a director is uh, like active active words. The name of the panel, the name of the panel um, that we're doing is the, you know, 
try it again um, this time more sad you know um, to say that to, to say that to a uh, an actor my immediate thought is oh my goodness what does that even mean how can I how can I do that um, and so I think that one of the things that I've the conversations that I've been having um, in or the you know thoughts I've been having leading up to moderating this event is like what do I enjoy out of director and it's those active active words adjectives um, in direction and something that I found is the directors a lot of directors that I've worked with who have also been actors have been able to access that um, I'm curious I'm curious for the directors here um, throwing a question towards y'all again uh, do you feel like that process of like figuring out how to speak to your actors on set has evolved um, do you feel like there's a direction or a place you ideally want to get to with with that relationship or things that you are actively trying or things that you actively um, are trying to work on in that in that sense um, yeah Alicia, if you wanna you wanna take that one first. <laughs> we'll go. Um, yeah, so that that's a tough question. I think that you're absolutely right, Mackenzie, in the sense that not even so much adjectives as action verbs and being able to um, help them to show, not just tell. And I I really think that that's something that I need to personally work on. It's like okay now you really, really need to fill it this time. You gotta fill it. And you're looking the actor in the eyes and you need to be a little bit more descriptive than that. Um, and again, it's different for everybody too. And it goes back to the different um, learning styles and acting styles because you can have one person that is a method actress, for example, uh, the, the lead who plays the mother in City of Salt was a method actress and she couldn't even, um, she could not be called her real name on set. So we had to learn to call her by her acting name. And, and that really worked for her. And we had to be very gentle about the way that we um, were careful not to bring her out of her space so that she could get back into that space as a method actress. That at that time, you know, the the laughter and stuff had to be kept down because she didn't want to be taken out of um, what she was feeling at that moment. So just having the right communication and knowing what your actor needs from you is really important. Whereas Lauren is not a method actress in the slightest. And this girl can, you know, be in the middle of a very dark, dark scene and just get up and laugh between takes. And so just kind of knowing not just uh, language-wise the differences, but also the the type of candor that you're supposed to have um, with each actress as well, and each actor, and knowing the different kinds of body language even that comes into play, and how you you know respect their space and their style um, as a talent, right? While also having again that accountability for what they're doing. So if that makes sense, <laughs> it's like, it's not just, it's not just about language. It's, it's about, you know, knowing what they need from you also. Do you and, feel like that's something that you, um, you have like a designated conversation with your actors before, yeah. before shooting, or is that something that you discover upon, uh, like, Definitely. on the set? And it's, it's, 
outside the set and within the set as well. But like with Lauren, for example, um, because she had to play an LGBTQ character, she wanted to know, okay, well, is she gay or is she trans or is she, you know, gender fluid? Is she experimenting? Is she um, having this emerging identity? So we had to discuss those things. Um, and she took it upon herself to do research with her own friends that she knew that were LGBTQ plus. And we were able to kind of figure out, okay, this is Theo. This is really where she's coming from. And Lauren was able to, to channel that on set. So that kind of communication beforehand, I think is really important in being able to hone in that role. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Something that I think is like important um, for a director to do, like I haven't even really like talked about this like publicly, but now is a good time. Um, but like, okay, here's the deal people. Like, this is what I've experienced. Like, a lot of directors don't do this. A lot, a lot of directors are fine, but I think that too many directors, and this is going to sound like very young and trivial, but it is a big thing. Um, I think too many directors are like judgy of people, not, not by their acting, but just like them on set as a person. And I think that as an actor, like, I mean, you want them to like your acting, but like, I think that everybody just as human beings, like, wants to be like accepted and not, not be like looked at weird, you know, just as a person. And I think that's as important. Uh, the experience of just like me as, you know, myself hanging out on set, I think is more important than, I mean, not more, but as important, I should say, as, as the actual like work that I do. And I've had like, too many experiences where like I mean I, I know that I know that the director thinks highly of my acting and I like I, I pre appreciate that a lot but I think that I mean I've had it so many times where like I'll be just like walking around the set a lot or something and the director will be like the comment you know like you're you're walking around a lot or whatever just like what I like eat for breakfast or whatever like I've had it uh especially the LA <laughs> LA industry specifically I'll I'll uh I'll point them out um but like I'll be like eating something for breakfast on set and the director will come over and say like you can't eat that for breakfast because that doesn't have protein you have to eat this or whatever and I've like one time a director told me that they were gonna cheat a smoking scene because I, I expressed to them that I didn't really want to do that and they were like okay we'll cheat it and then I get there and they made me do it you know like there's just, there's so many of these experiences where I mean like I, another another one was like I grew up with a like toaster oven, um, not like an actual like toaster toaster, but like a toaster oven. And so I was doing a scene in a feature film one time where I was using like an actual toaster, and I didn't know how to use a toaster because I never had one. And everybody was like, "You're like so inexperienced at life," and it's like I'm not inexperienced at life. I just didn't know how to use a toaster because I had a different type of toaster. But anyway, like I've had a lot of experiences like that where the director will like make it known to me that they they think I'm talented and all that stuff but they kind of seem like they're like being judgy like to me as a person and I think I think that just like experiences and enjoyment of things is as important as like the work that you're able to do or the performance that you're able to give and I think that um I think that and again a lot of directors don't do that but like I've had that a lot and I think that that's something that uh, that directors 
need to be more aware of is like, yeah, you, you can judge their acting because that's kind of what you're there for. But in terms of like, just, just people stuff, I think that more of them should make it known to their actor, like that they admire them as a person as well as an actor. Um, because I think like making like a super comfortable, like environment on set will give you a better performance anyway. And, um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. I agree 100%, 100%. I think that that, it feels like that comes down to a, um, a re like, yes, keep the, keep the set um, comfortable, um, you know, make sure that there's a comfortability between people, but also remembering that it is, this is a job. Um, it is professional. Um, and there, there are um, good, like that, that intimacy of the director-actor relationship, though, though it is intimate because of the nature of the work and the nature of, you know, both actor and director having to kind of, um, you know, let down some, some defenses to be vulnerable, to, you know, tell a story, to, to be present, um, that there still is like a, a professional relationship. It is still a professional relationship. Um, Yes, thank you. And I'm so sorry that you have had experiences that are less than desirable in those situations. It's never <laughs> great to feel like you're being forced into doing something that you've explicitly expressed that you're not comfortable doing. So That showbiz. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to I'm going to turn this uh, question, um, the the preparation question to Jacob. Um, really quick, just to get his. Uh, I know we're we're running short on time. Um, I know that the thief is slated to screen at six thirty, so um, I'll go ahead and, and um, turn that turn that question over to you, Jacob, and then we can get some last some final thoughts and final impressions and stuff. Um, I think uh so i guess in terms yeah the, the concept of you know words what kind of words to use you know or really just how like i i i that's the most intimidating part of it to me is what if the actor is giving me a performance that is not fit that doesn't fit like the vision you know or or you know what i mean like what if and how do i change that and i basically uh, I just, my, my uh, approach is to just try to never get into that situation in the first place and just really just spend a lot of time in casting, like with, uh, you know, Carrie and Jesse, uh, the, we did a really extensive casting process and I, and we auditioned a lot of people, um, yeah, we auditioned a lot of people and a lot of them were my friends, people people that I'd worked with before um, that are great, great performers. And that was actually the hardest thing was to, was to, um, you know, try like be able to like be auditioning my friends and, and, and then get to this point where I'm like, well, I just, I'm feeling like the best, well, you know, I just like finding the right fit for exactly what uh, I was looking for was, was, was hard. And, um, also just like being able to kind of communicate beforehand um, about 
uh, about the characters and about where they're going so that when we get to the day, uh, they already know, like, they already know the basic premise of who they are, of who the character is, and how they're probably going to react. And so that way, when I go to talk to them um, <clears throat> in a scene and say, like, okay, we're, we're going to try this motivation first, you know, and, and explore that, those feelings, and then on the next take, we'll try maybe a different motivation. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's, it's, it's hard, but the, but, and there's not really like a formula that I've been able to follow because, you know, you have to just be adaptive and creative. But I think, yeah, the main thing is, is one is cast the right people for the right roles. Um, and two is just prepare, 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 prepare. And pre by preparation, I mean, communicate with your actors as much as you can beforehand. And so, um, it's weird. It's weird, but it's, it's fun too. So. I think it's so interesting you say that you haven't been able to nail down an exact process and that um, speaks back to what, uh, what Demetrius was saying as well, as far as like talking about the craft and talking about, you know, when you talk about the actor-director relationship, we've already acknowledged that it is so heavily dependent on the actor and on the director um, and on the project as well, you know, um, what type of piece it is. Um, so I think that in the same way that I think about acting techniques as far as um, how I approach a role or how I approach a project, it really is dependent on, you know, who you're working with and figuring out kind of like problem solving to say, all right, what's best, what's best for this project and what's best for, um, for this character in this situation and then honing as you go um, but, but in, uh, despite of that, or in spite, whatever the word is, um, yeah, I think it is important to remember that, um, that it is, uh, it is a, like, it's like, it's like a fragile relationship, I think. It's like, if you want, if you want to encourage the best performances out of your actors, if you're, if as an actor, you want to be able to feel like you are able to give your best performance or you feel, you know, confident in that, you know, it's important to have at least these ground rules or ground, you know, like a, like a attitude or base, like, okay, go into it with, going into this project with an open mind, going into this project willing to adapt and willing to, you know, change maybe how my process is is going to work this time comparatively um, or compared to previous projects so so yeah yeah um cool so final um we've got about let's see we've got about eight minutes left do we have anybody um any final thoughts any opinions or 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 thoughts on this actor director relationship yeah yet? i got one yeah, yeah I, just, I just want to piggyback off of what you guys were saying. Um, I feel like it is a very intimate relationship. And I feel like it's nice when the when the director is aware of that, because he comes, like, say he, Jacob, specifically, <laughs> he came, like, in the most respectful way. So I had a very emotional scene, right? And then during that scene, he yelled cut. And either he brought me aside or he cleared the room. And then he came up to me. And the way he came and spoke, it's almost like 
Max, I am your conscience. <laughs> I'm here to speak to you. And I love that because by the end of the day, you don't really want those directions to be on your conscious mind because it kind of shows. And it shows, it seems like you're trying to force it or try to portray those looks or those actions or emotions, which you definitely don't want. So what I try to do is take it in within my subconscious, which is you know tough to do. But I feel like if it's with the right approach while you're vulnerable and you feel safe, I feel like it's easier for it to, it's easier for your subconscious to soak it up. And you're like, okay, I'm not consciously thinking about this or we're trying to portray this emotion. I'm feeling this. This is where I came from. This is where I am. This is what's going to happen. Like it helps a lot. I think that's, I think that's great. I love that. The little, I am your conscience. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a nice way to feel like, like you're not getting taken out of the scene as well. Right. Yeah. Um, that's really nice. And I think it's important also to um, kind of going back to the level of respect and, and to build that trust. I think it's important for directors to be vulnerable sometimes too and admit that they're not perfect and to be grateful uh, for the talent, you know, and what they're doing and validating them. Don't be afraid to validate them on set or squill or jump up and down and show excitement because it brings that passion for the project as well. And it does help to set that tone if you're not just walking around super stern and serious all the time, so. Yeah, to go off of that, um, I used to be, so I've always been like really, really overly excited when I like get cast in something. I'm like jumping around my house and stuff. Um, like I get very excited <laughs> when somebody wants to cast me in something, but, um, I used to be like, I didn't, I wanted to seem all cool and I didn't want the director to think I was like too into it, which is like a dumb thing to think. But I thought that I was like, I don't want the director to think I'm like too into this. Um, you know, I want to seem all cool and everything. And so I never really like, when I was younger, especially, I never really let the director know like how much it meant to me to be there. And now um, I think I've kind of grown out of that. And now I, I see that, like, as an actor, I think that that's nothing but a good thing. You know, you should you should express to your director how much it means to you and how excited about it you are and how much you you wanted to you want to be there. Um, I think they should know that. And that, that took me a while to, like, be able to do because I used to just be like, I used to, you know, act like, yeah, whatever. I do this all the time, you know. Uh, but even if you do do it all the time, it's still it's still a really exciting thing. And I think that uh, actors shouldn't be afraid to tell a director, like, I really, really wanted this part. I'm so excited, you know. And the other way around, I think the directors, um, the directors shouldn't be afraid to say to an actor, like, I'm really, I'm really excited that we were able to cast you, you know, because I think some directors, like, don't want to do that because they they feel like they don't want to seem like a fan or anything like that. But, I mean, I've had a couple experiences where, the director will like tell me like, yeah, I saw you in this movie and I'm so excited that you're in this. And that just, that's the greatest feeling in the world. You know, it makes you like super happy. And so I think that both ways, the actors and the director shouldn't be afraid to express to the other ones, like how much it means to them that the other one is there or the other one is like in their thing or like put them in their thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just want to go off of what Alicia said about when she jumps up and squeals all the time. That is when I knew I did a good job. Is <laughs> when I would, she'd yell cut and then she'd just start jumping up and down and like squealing and stuff. Or when she, or if I'm doing a dark scene and she started crying, I'd be like, I nailed that. <laughs> yeah. I am not afraid as a director to show my emotion and gratitude on set. <laughs>
I love that. That's so good. Because it is, it's very collaborative. It is. And you want to feel like, like you are, um, something like things, little things that I appreciate even are when a director says, okay, we have to do it again for camera and not for you. You're doing great. You know, cause there are things that as an actor, you're completely, you're completely out of, you're out of the world, honestly. You're, you're in, you're somewhere else completely. Your brain space, your physical space, everything is just in a fantasy world. And so you don't see those things, you know? You don't see the, the fact that the boom was in frame, you know? Um, and that it needs to, <laughs> we need to take another, another take. Um, so we have just a couple minutes left. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, wrap this up by letting you guys um, take uh, just a couple seconds to say what your um, next projects are, what you're working on next. Um, we'll go in the same order as we did on introductions. So we'll start with you, Lauren. Um, so currently I'm focusing on school right now because I'm going to college for the first time. So, and it's all online at the University of Southern California. So right now I'm focusing on that, but I'm still auditioning and stuff here and there. Congratulations on school, that's exciting. Now that City of Salt is out in the world, for better or worse, and that huge uh, weight is lifted, um, we are doing some dark fairy tales for adults. The first is Polygamy Gone Wrong, which I feel like is very akin to A24 style of filmmaking, um, Robert Eggers, and you know those kinds of dark uh, storytellers. So can I can I be in that because that's like my dream <laughs> thing right there. Like, <laughs> well, the next one is The Witch of Wander Lane. So that was just written. So I'm gonna start pre-production on that. But they are black and white. They are very much like um, old Frankenstein types of films. And so um, it'll be really really fun, ladies. Let's have some fun. <laughs> All right, Jacob, turn the time to you. Okay, so uh, still finishing getting the thief out into the world. Really, this is just kind of a sneak peek and we're trying to get it to premiere at festivals. Um, and uh, then just have some short films and working, honestly, just working on paying the bills and stuff like that. But I have a couple, I have a couple film ideas that are like, that I'm writing right now. I have one about uh, ISIS, the Islamic State that I wanna just got to find a way to pay for it. That's the bane of my existence is figuring out. That's, that's okay. I'm right there with you, my friend. Yeah. All right, Demetrius, I'm going to, we're wrapping up quickly. So I want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to, to promote themselves. Okay. No, you're good. I appreciate it. Uh, recently, <laughs> just mostly been uh, working on commercials. Uh, like Jacob got to pay these bills, girl. So <laughs> working yeah. on that. Um, but two films are waiting to come out. One is Scarlet. That's an action film that was directed by John Lyde. And then the other one is called The Werewolf. They might change the name, but that was directed by Jim Cummings. It was luckily picked up by MGM and it was also accepted in the Toronto Film Festival. So we're waiting to see what that happens. With COVID going on, I have no idea, but we'll see. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. That's exciting. Yeah. All righty, Chelsea. Um, I, well, if you haven't seen Abigail Haunting, please check it out. It's a, it's a really, really fantastic film and, um, I'm really excited that I was a part of it and I'm excited about all the attention that it's getting. It's unlike anything I've ever experienced. 
Um, so if you haven't checked, if you haven't watched that, it's on Amazon Prime. Please check it out. Um, I'm also in two feature films that are going to be released, released, released later this year. Um, one of them is called The Thirteenth Cross and was a local Utah slash Wyoming production, and the other one is called The Crumbs, which we shot out in California. Um, that is probably going to be released uh, within the month. Um, and I'm really, really excited about that. It is crazy. That is a weird, weird film, but I think it's going to do really, really well. Um, and if you know me, um, like on a personal level, you know that I like to do like random stuff that makes no sense. So here is a stamp that says to and from, and that's where I will leave you all. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody for contributing. Thank you for your words. And uh, yeah, I, um, I was glad that we could have this conversation. The director-actor relationship is a very precious one and one that's integral to you know filmmaking. So I'm glad that we could hear everybody's thoughts. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you.